Today I'm going to talk to you about some moves coming up that we're releasing on video on Pat Horse. This is a kick defense for uh, heel kicks, and it's pretty clean. It's solid. I don't usually comment on these, but I'm going to break my own rule in 2019, partially because I was really excited about figuring out these moves finally. They haunted me for years. This move is found in Yang style. I'm not sure if it's in the other family styles of Tai Chi or not. I came up with solutions for it over the years uh, that kind of worked, but they weren't great. Uh, I really, really struggled with trying to find a good answer for the application. And I finally figured it out towards the end of last year, uh, late in the year. I was getting ready to do a month of kick defenses in my classes. And I was reviewing all my notes, going over everything. And I was uh, taking a look around at some other kick defenses out there. And I saw a video with some Muay Thai kick defenses where I finally connected the dots with Tame Tiger. And that is straight out of your young Tai Chi form as well. I have a personal rule. I don't usually, when we post an application or post a video, I don't usually make any statements that this is uh, this move from the form. Sometimes I'll give the name of the move or whatnot, but I don't get descriptive about, okay, this is in form number... 85 from this system and this style and this is what the move does kind of let you guys connect the dots on that if you have an application and it works for you and it's it's functional then keep at it go for it um, but this is uh, I share my system I share what we do and I share what I use when I spar and fight or if I don't have an answer for something come up with an answer or find a solution out there and bring it into my system because I don't have something at the time that's working well. One area that always haunted me in years of, of practicing and teaching Tai Chi Chuen, why in the form you have 37 moves. That's a very refined system. When somebody has 37 moves. That's it. They've cleaned things. They've cleaned house. They've narrowed that down to say, well, okay, we have some punches. We have hand strikes. We have kicks. We have elbows. We have knees. And we have grappling and takedowns. That's a highly refined system right there. So when somebody has narrowed it down to 37 moves... And in there, they have four kicks. That's it. They do four styles of kicks. There must be defenses for those kicks. Right? Because why would you make a system and have these kicks but not have ways to defend against them? So that's something that haunted me for years. I don't know if any of you have ever thought about that, that practice Tai Chi. But inside your any form... If you have kicks in that form, you have punches in that form, then most likely there's got to be solutions for those as well. Pad horse, or also known as high pad on horse. 
Yang style has four kicks, heel kick, toe kick, cross kick, and lotus kick. So the heel kick is the only one that comes up above the waist where we actually can get access to it with our hands. And you're going to see when I release the video how this plays out. It's pretty cool. It's very ingenious. However, I still I prefer C's leg from Mantis Boxing. And that's also found in the forms. You can find it right in Bung Boo in Seven Star Manus. I am not sure if Pat Horse shows up in Manus. They, uh, why am I drawing comparison there, guys? Um, they come from the same region, same time period. They share a lot of principles and keywords in both systems. And they share techniques. It would surprise me that this is only in Taiji Chuen. However, that's it's not impossible by any stretch. I've never seen this move in any of the others, but that doesn't mean it's not out there. You can check out the video and see for yourself. But I like you guys kind of connecting the dots on your own. If you see a move that we do, we see the app. You see the application. Maybe you're doing the form one day and you say, oh, that's what that move does. However, this one is special. I kind of, I struggled with it so much over the years that I really uh, felt like I had to do a video on it and share it with all of you. So I hope you enjoy it and get something out of it. Those of you that don't like C's leg or maybe it's not working for you anymore, then you might find a high pad on horse to be more in your wheelhouse little update on this move for you guys. Uh, since I recorded the podcast back at the end of December, uh, a few weeks after we shot the video, I had some interesting events happen. I was looking back into the history of Chinese martial arts, which I hadn't been doing for a while. I run the sources dry back um, 2010, 2011 was probably the last time I was really looking. And so I was looking those up and I found a book by Peter Lorge, uh, Dr. Peter Lorge, and it's called Chinese Martial Arts from Antiquity to the 21st Century. I highly rec recommend the book. Uh, I'd love to interview him sometime on the podcast. Maybe we can get him to come on here in the future. But great book covers uh, the martial arts in each dynasty leading all the way up to present day. Very interesting stuff. And in there, he mentions uh, Qi Ji Guang, which I had apparently I'd seen from Douglas Wiley uh, years ago in his Tai Chi books that he put out, like Tai Chi Ancestors. He translates Qi Ji Guang's manual. But uh, I didn't put two and two together, and I guess I'd kind of forgotten about it. I really like Douglas Wiley's books and his approach on uh Tai Chi from years ago. This uh, put Chi Ji Guang back on my radar. Chi Ji Guang was a general in the Ming Dynasty, and he was responsible for what made him famous was his success in defeating the Wukou pirates, the Japanese pirates that in the south, and he trained villagers in combat to fight these pirates off. He had written his manual 
as uh, Dr. Lorge points out, which included archery and unarmed combat chapters. Later, uh, 24 years later, rewrote his manual and left those out, opting instead to just stick with firearms, especially after his experience with training uninitiated combatants, if you will, and trying to get them up to speed as quickly as possible, that firearms were definitely the way to go. So that was, again, back in 1560, and then later in 1584, he rewrote his second one. He developed his own form. Uh, martial arts forms have been part and parcel with the techniques since ancient China. But he had 32 moves that he did. Uh, that he trained, he believed were effective fighting techniques. He was kind of like one of the first documented MMA fighters, if you will. He didn't, he wasn't satisfied with any of the boxing sets of the time. So he kind of took from good kickers and good strikers and good grapplers, wrestlers, and combined them. He took 32 moves, condensed them into a system, and taught that to his troops to train them for hand-to-hand combat. A bulk of those techniques show up in Tai Chi, some of them even with similar names. Uh, kind of uncanny, because Tai Chi Chuan didn't really appear on the radar for a few hundred more years, um, seriously. So Yang-style founder wasn't alive until uh, 1799. He died in 1872. He learned from Chen family and Chen village, uh, still well in the Qing dynasty, uh, Qi Guang stuff was back in the Ming Dynasty. I found, surprisingly, when I went back through the drawings from Qi Guang, um, Pat Horse is in there. And apparently, Pat Horse was part of a series of 24 throws of Pat Horse. I spoke with Dr. Lorge, and in our conversation... Pat Horse actually came up, and he thought the translation might be more akin to a scout or reconnaissance, uh, holding the hand up. And he thought maybe a feeler hand. I actually believe it's more of the uh, the position you would be looking at, like say you were blocking out the sun or holding your hand up high to keep the light out of your eyes so you can see far. Um I was a scout in the army, so that's what I'm going with, but I could be totally wrong on that. But I know from the application and just from the hand position that it's very similar to what you would see in a scout. But this uh, this was very interesting development that I thought I would share with you. Again, I highly recommend his book, and if you are at all interested in background and history of Chinese martial arts, there's a whole field of study on this now completely new to me uh like martial artists that are actually academics as well have been taking a more thorough approach at looking into the history of chinese martial arts and highly recommend you look into these uh, men and women that are doing this and develop this kind of new and developing field good stuff 